Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% this is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? I'm looking forward to today's show. Uh, Slinger Owl Youth Basketball What's going on in Slinger? And I've got a chance to spend an hour with a, a guy who is my friend now. But, man, back in the day, I coached him. And uh, I, I certainly he was the best player we had at St. Bernadette back then. And uh, as good a kid as he was, a good as good a basketball player he was, he was a really good kid and, and certainly became really good friends with his mom and dad. And to this day, I love seeing them in, in gyms. And he has had more success as a coach than, man, just about anybody I know. He is Derek Berger. Hey, Coach, how you been? I'm doing great, Coach. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, I really appreciate uh, you being nimble with me. We're going to try to get this uh, recorded earlier in the week, and then some things happened, and and uh, you said, man, whatever you need, I'll come on live, and and uh, we'll we'll spend an hour together. Hey, Coach, let's uh, you know this is a youth sports show, so we're going to talk a lot about that part of of uh, of what's going on out in Slinger. I'm also going to uh, promote some camps that, as of right now, are still going on that you're going to be doing. Correct. Yeah, correct. I, I run a campus slinger called the Advanced Scoring Camp, and it's held July 27th through the or through the thir- 31st. And as, as of right now, it's still on. Um, and as we know, with uh, with the days changing, um, with regulations and guidelines, and, and who, who knows really what's going to happen? Right. Um, it could possibly change. But as of right now, the campus still being still going to be ran yep it is the advanced uh, scoring camp with with coach Berger. here's what i like and and being a retired basketball coach on his uh, flyer instructions will include how to score by creating space reading screens reading defenses using your feet nowhere in that derek does it say how to shoot three-point shots i love that well well done for that because yeah as you know because you're coaching your sons now you know, kids just step out on the floor and right away start shooting threes. We don't want to do that, and that's for sure. So, so like the main focus for our camp is how to use your feet and footwork, because I think that's the basis um, of how you score, is using your feet. You look at a lot of guys uh, at the college level, even professionally, um, they do a lot of work with their feet. They do they'll have more steps compared to more dribbles. And if you can use your feet, you can score whether it's come off a screen, setting the guy up, or whether it's using like a hesitation step with your footwork. The footwork is the most important piece to what you're going to do as a basketball player. A hundred percent. And and let me give you Derek's background. Played uh, high school basketball at Dominican. Uh, played college basketball. Came back to Dominican as as a coach, as an assistant coach, as I had been for a long time with Coach Paul Wallersheim. He then took over the Dominican program. He was part of five straight state titles as a head coach 101 and 11 and Derek I'll bet that you could tell me a lot about all 11 of those losses couldn't you yeah there's a lot of stories there and I think about those losses 
a ton, actually. Um, you know, some were close games, went down to the end. Some we got our butts whooped a little bit. And those are good life lessons to win by a lot, to lose by a lot, to win close, and to lose close. A hundred percent. And and Derek, it's funny because, uh, you know, over the 36 years that I coached, I can I can barely remember, you know, the, some of the wins. But, man, I can tell you about the five worst losses. And I've told people this. I could drive you to West Bend High School and show you the exact spot a kid from Roosburg hit a shot on us. Um, to, to get them back in the game and, and to beat us when I was at Dominican, and that was the sectional semifinals. But, boy, the, the, the state tournaments that I've been a part of that we've, we've got, had the, uh, the, the opportunity to win, don't remember a lot of that stuff, but the losses really stick with us. Hey, when you made that decision to retire from, um, from Dominican, Derek, a lot of times, you know, you read, oh, he wants to spend more time with his family. And sometimes that's code words for something else. But that really was the reason that you left Dominican, correct? Absolutely. You know, we had recently bought a house out in Slinger. Um, and I wanted to really get my kids into a community where I could, you know, coach them for their youth programs and possibly even in the high school days as well. And I think, you know, for me, my kids are really important to me, as they are to every dad and mom. Um, but I wanted to make sure that I was in their life coaching them. I didn't want to have person. I didn't want them to look back and be like, oh, you know, dad can coach these kids, but he doesn't have time to coach me. I, I didn't want them to have that wonder. I, I want them to know that they're number one for me. Man, that you know what? And, and look, I coached you in seventh and eighth grade, and it doesn't surprise me to hear you say that because your mom and dad, they never missed a game. They never missed a game, and how important it was for them to be around for you to make sure that you got to every practice, that you got to every game. Um, They were extremely kind to me as your your grade school coach back then. Even though we weren't winning a lot of games and, and we didn't have a ton of success, um, I, I noticed that bond, and it doesn't surprise me uh, when you say that. The, the Slinger Youth Basketball Program, if you want more information, slingerowlbasketball.com, and you go to the youth page, and their their mission statement, and, and Derek and I get a chance to talk a lot. I see him a lot in gyms, and he told me last time I saw him, he said, look, there's some really good things going on out in Slinger in the youth basketball program. And I'm really proud to be a part of this and be able to coach my sons. But I went online, and and I like when the youth programs were willing to put their mission statement right on the front page. And their mission statement for the Slinger Owl Basketball Youth Program is our mission is to provide a high-quality basketball experience to our players. We'll strive to develop highly skilled and competitive players through our many offerings. We'll emphasize player and team development in in a dynamic, engaging, and fun environment. Our players will receive information from uh, instruction, excuse me, from our high school coaching staff, players, and the Slinger Hoops coaches. And and Derek, I don't know if if youth basketball and Slinger um, has always been kind of as as exciting to be a part of as it is today. It seems like uh, the staff and the people out in Slinger are really paying special attention now to youth basketball. Oh, for sure. I mean, we have, I think, 145 kids now playing with uh, basketball 
from the third grade through, through the eighth grade. There's two teams per grade level, three in the sixth grade teams right now. Um, and we, you know, we offer, we got like a skills camp, a team camp. There's some shooting uh, camps going on. We have my camp. There's some other camps that we're going to offer throughout the summer. Uh, Coach Levine is doing a really good job of not only getting the kids involved, but getting the parents involved and kind of getting them to buy into the future and the excitement and, you know, playing basketball should be a fun thing that we do year round and make it more competitive and, you know, just to get the kids in the gym, get the kids wanting to play more and just get the kids, you know, being more successful. You know, what surprised me doing research for the show, because I didn't know this, Derek, but the Slinger Boys Basketball Program has only had basically five head coaches over the last 65 seasons. And, you know, uh, Al Sheevy went into the, the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame, was as good as they get. He was a really good basketball coach and did a great job in that community. And he he was the coach from 1987 to 2018. And then they brought in Coach Levine, who it's, you know, every once in a while, the program's in great shape, but to have a different set of eyes and, and somebody with, you know, sees things a little bit different, going to tweak it here and tweak it there is really good for the program. And I know that you guys took your lumps two years ago. You went young and, you know, last year certainly came and, and had a pretty good season slinger uh, boys basketball on the varsity level. And, and the future is really bright for that program. We're at a good spot right now. We were, I think, 12 and 11 last season, so we doubled our wins from Alex's first year from 6 to 12, so that was good for us. Um, we returned a few stars and a few a few um, bench players, and we have a pretty good sophomore class that's going to come up to the varsity level. Um, and like I said before, it's just about building, uh, getting these kids at a younger level, uh, just to have good, you know, to, to be able to shoot the basketball consistently, to, to be able to dribble and pass with their head up and not down. Just these little details, using their feet the right way. And then once and be able to play defense at a high level, know all the rotations. And once you get, if, if we can start getting that more consistent, you know, and then, you know, you get a few kids who are athletes. You maybe get a few kids to grow a little bit. And then you're talking about you have a high-quality team at the varsity level. Yeah, I, 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 from what I'm hearing, um, the Slinger program is one that, that guys like me who talk about it now on the radio instead of sitting in a gym or working in a gym um, that I need to pay special attention to. Hey, before we get to a break, Derek, what grades are you coaching and are you part of the, the varsity uh, staff? Yeah, so last season I coached third grade, sixth grade, and was one of the assistants. Oh, for varsity. So, yeah, I was busy, for sure. Yeah. Now, how is Mrs. Berger with all this? Oh, she's great. You know, I've, you know, we've been together for, I want to, 20 years now, just about. Yeah. And, um, you know, you all, you, you all, Coach, you all kicked your coverage. You know that, right? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I, I just got to make sure that, that I'm sure that you've been heard that, you know, you've been told that in the past, but you you joined my club because I'm a big fan of, of your wife. And, and thank goodness that, you know, I don't think she loves basketball as much as you and I do and maybe not as much as your mom and dad do. But, boy, she uh, she loves her boys. 
and she loves That's the fire. fact that you guys are involved in it. And she uh, she's been she's been following you into gyms for winters for years, and now that she gets to see these boys play. Hey, what a difference between coaching, you know, at a state championship level. Again, you were part of five straight state uh, state titles in a row to going from that to coaching third grade. Yeah, you know, what a difference, right? It was huge. Um, I had to go into the first tournament just this past season with my – because my sixth graders are, are pretty skilled now. I've had them for three and a half years. And, you know, going from varsity and doing the sixth graders and going – so these third graders for this year, it was the first time that they played basketball. And we'd only get one practice a week because of gym time. Um, so it was tough. And going into the first tournament, I just had to keep telling myself, you know, you know, our two main goals, as, same thing I tell the sixth graders, is just to learn and have fun. It, it doesn't matter if we win. It doesn't matter if we lose. We just want to go in there, learn and have fun. And if we can do that, you know, we'll have a really good tournament or a good season or whatever it may be. And for our third graders for a season, we definitely had some bumps in the road, but they definitely learned a lot and they definitely had a ton of fun. Boy, that's that's good stuff. And do you notice that what, what Coach Berger was talking about? Look, it doesn't matter, win or lose, but we're going to get skilled. The first thing he said was, I've had the sixth grade team for three and a half years, and they're, st- they're, they're kind of skilled at this point. So when you, when you think about sending um, your son or daughter, is, is, is the advanced scoring camp coach, is that a co-ed program or is that all boys? It's co-ed. It's co-ed. If you're thinking about you know, getting a, a really good camp uh, this summer, and July 27th through July 31st at the Slinger Middle School, it's grades uh, 4 through 7 is the morning, 8 through 12 is the afternoon. Um, it, it costs is $75. Is that 75 for the whole week, and you get the, the, a T-shirt with that? For the whole week, yes, absolutely. Heck, Coach, I need to talk to you about raising, well, people from Slinger are like, don't tell them to raise his price, McGivern, but we may have a conversation about that. Any questions that you have for the, for Derek, you can email him at dburger33 at yahoo.com. dburger, is that, is that it, Coach? Is that, Am I reading that correct? No, you're close. Um, it's uh, dburg with a Z at the end, 33 at yahoo.com. Okay. There it is. You know, my eyes are going, Coach. i got to tell you, it's dbergz33 at yahoo.com or contact the Slinger Rec Department, again, for this advanced scoring camp with Coach Derek Berger. If you're going to send your son or daughter to a camp, you might as well send your son or daughter to a camp of a coach that had won five straight, was a part of, five straight state championships, a head coach for four of them. And when you look at this flyer, Instruction on uh, will include on how to score, creating space, using your feet, which he talked about is the most important part, reading screens, and reading defenses. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Derek, I want to talk to you a little bit about what it was like playing youth basketball when you were um, a young kid to what it is now, because I think there's so many more opportunities. And is that a good thing for kids? Is is it a bad thing? I, I know that you used to go out on the playground and play. I don't know if we do that much anymore, but we're going to talk to to Coach Derek Berger about that on the other side of the break, and we're going to talk a lot about the Slinger Boys Basketball Program and the things that they do. Here, here are their four pillars. Higher standard, compete, sacrifice, 
and together. And that's uh, that's what the Slinger Boys basketball program is about. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. The Fan is... Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're talking a little Slinger Owl basketball today with uh, Coach Derek Berger. And uh, if you didn't listen to the first segment, didn't hear the first segment, he, is, uh, he has been a friend of mine for a long time. And I uh, got a ton of respect for this man. Uh, a ton as, as, as a father and a husband and as a basketball coach. And I see him in gyms all over. He is uh, a typical gym rat. He was at Dominican as their head coach. He was part of five straight state championships. How, how many years did you coach at Dominican, Derek? Uh, four years as the assistant and four as the head coach. So eight years uh, totally. Graduated from Dominican in 1998. And yep. uh, college-wise, I know you played at Concordia, correct? Correct. Yeah, I went to Carthage my first uh, year, and then I transferred to Concordia for my next three Derek, as as, um, as a kid growing up, and and we have this conversation on the youth sports show a lot. As a kid growing up, you know, you I don't think you had the opportunity to to do some of the things your sons are doing now. Correct? No, I was just thinking about that when I was in sixth, seventh grade. You know, we played in I think like one league throughout the winter. We right. had like one practice a week on Thursdays, and then we had one league and no tournaments at all, and then. When that league was done, then we just moved on and went our own ways and went. And you know, whether we played baseball or did track or whatever it was, compared to now, you know, they're practicing two days a week. They have their league, which is a longer league. Then they have they play in like five tournaments, and that doesn't include the summer basketball. Like, because we would go this summer, we were planning on going to five tournaments just this summer too. Hey, Derek, you know, and and it's interesting because. Thinking about that back then, and I was your coach, we only had, they would only allow us gym time on Thursdays. Um, we didn't have opportunities to, to do, the, the school wasn't going to um, help us fund any of that. We didn't really do fundraising, and we didn't have the kind of kids, I don't think, on that team that had much interest in doing anything other than just coming out on Thursday, getting a run in, and then playing on Saturday. The difference now is, I think, you know, kids and parents understand that there's so many more opportunities for these kids. And if the kid truly loves the game, we had two kids on that team, you and our point guard, that loved the game, if I remember correctly. The rest of the kids were just kind of there. And if I said, hey, we're going to play in a tournament this weekend and we're going to try to get six games in, I, I don't know if we would have had more than three kids show up. Well, that plus we only had seven kids on the team. Right. So we were already shorthanded there. But, yeah, I mean, times have definitely changed. Um, on my sixth grade right now, there's 11 kids on the team. And, I would, and the majority of them, I would maybe say eight to nine of them really love basketball and want to play as much as they can. Boy, that, that is a difference. Derek, I, I, I don't know if you'll agree with this. I think there is um, a point of 
Look, there might be a little too much. If I, I don't agree with kids specializing in one sport um, at all through, you know, through their high school years. I think that, that they should try uh, multiple sports. Do you as a parent uh, allow your kids, do you like your, your, your sons to, to play uh, other sports than just basketball? Absolutely. I have them play baseball, basketball. They tried soccer. They played football. And as they get older, they can start to make their own decisions. But I want them to get them in a few different sports to see what they really like. And I just think of if I just look at my sixth grade team here, there's 11 kids on a team. And when, like, winter season is basketball season, so that's fine. But as we get into summertime, you know, I have, like, 11 kids, so there's, I think, four different baseball teams on different communities or Little League or on, or the Slinger on Base or Richfield. Then there's a soccer team, and then there's, um, well, there's another team somewhere else. So, like, when I schedule summer stuff, I want those kids playing those sports. So I do my best to schedule all of our summer activities around all of the other schedules. Hey, are you finding that um, your sixth-grade son um, is different than your third-grade son? Are they similar? Are, are they completely opposite? You know, it's interesting when you have uh, multiple kids in the family and you're a basketball coach. You know, there are times where your daughter, or your you know, is really, really into it and your son's not or your son is and your, your other son isn't. Do you, do you find quite a bit of difference between your sixth grade son and your third grade son? They're completely opposite oh, um, as far as like personality goes and their demeanors. My sixth grade son loves basketball, pretty much only wants to play basketball. Um, he does some baseball too, but loves basketball, works out too as well. My third grade son uh, really loves football, kind of like the in-season, kind of like the old-school way. So whatever season it is, that's sport that he loves the most. So right. as he goes into baseball, baseball is going to be his favorite sport. Then when football comes, football is going to be his favorite sport. So that's kind of how he is compared to my older son who really just wants to play basketball. And, and Derek, and I didn't know you other than, than, than coaching you in basketball. Were you a multi-sport athlete growing up? Yeah, I played uh, football, baseball, and basketball. I wasn't uh, too big in the football, uh, but I played it. Uh, I liked baseball more, and basketball was obviously my favorite sport. And then once I got into high school, I believe I uh, did basketball for all four years and just did one year of baseball. And it could be, and you grew. You're what six eight at this point, right? Six eight. Yep. Yep. Yeah. When when did you have that growth spurt? My mom says it kind of happened during high school. I want to say my freshman or sophomore year, where I grew about two or three inches, like in one year. But overall, it was probably just pretty consistent throughout. Yeah, because you, you know, you, you were the tallest kid I think that we had at St. Bernadette. Um, certainly the most skilled in the kid again, who was the first kid in the gym, and the last kid. I'd have to go, Derek. You got to get out, man. You got to go. Your parents are waiting. I got to turn the lights off. And you would be like, uh, you were pretty quiet back then, but you'd quietly say, hey, I just need to get 15 more shots up. Yeah. And I would be like, come on, man, you, you have got to go. And you'd give me that, that look like, man, get off my back and then walk out huh. the gym and get in the car and probably say he won't let me shoot more. But I, the, the love that you had for the game, it, it's got to be really encouraging for you what's going on in this community that you guys moved to in Slinger. I don't know if, if you knew the amount of passion that that community has for their youth and high school sports when you moved into it. No, I did not. And it was a very pleasant or just a great surprise. Um, 
the parents, the families, the kids, they're all nice. They're all generous. Um, you know, they just want what's best for their kids. Uh, there's no complaining. There's no arguing over playing time. Um, unless it's, I don't know about it, which that's good too. Uh, right. but for most part, these families are fantastic. You know, uh, they get their kids, uh, where they're supposed to be. Their kids love to play. Um, so it makes it really easy for me as a coach because the families are on board and the kids are on board. Hey, Derek, did you know, did you know at all about the rivalry between Hartford and Slinger when you moved in and, and, and especially I think on the football side and, and the basketball side for that matter, they're so close. I know when the two football teams play, you it's you better get there early if you want to get a seat when Slinger and Hartford go at it. Did you know when you moved into the Slinger community um, that rivalry with Hartford? I knew nothing about it at all. Um, it was interesting. We went to when I started coaching with Coach Levine last year, two seasons ago, and we were getting ready for the Hartford game, and everyone was kind of like hyping it up and talking up, and I'm just like, we're just going to play Hartford, like, you know, like, what's right. the big deal? And then, and then once you walk into the gym on game day, you, you start to see what it means to everybody. And then you feel the excitement and you feel the passion between the two fan bases and, and the two teams. And then it's, it's ready to go then. You know, I got, I got to give the football coaches some credit um, because as much passion and, and, and the rivalry game, but they do a thing um, and they're raising money for, for cancer research um, together. And they they do it together, and they they you know they talk during the week, and they they have their their student sections all really involved in it. And obviously, the game is a big game. They want to win the game, but they, they that takes second fiddle to these two coaches in these communities, saying, "Look, you're right. It's a really big game for our communities, but raising money for a cause that has hit both of our coaching staffs and our communities really hard." We're going to raise some money at the same time and, and have these student athletes and have the kids in our school understand that the, that the event, that the, the game itself is really important, but there's something much bigger than that. That's a special game for sure. Those uh, two teams and staffs put a lot of time into that event, um, and there's a huge meaning behind it, like you said. Um, and, and that fundraiser is definitely more important than any game. And it goes back to one of my original statements of how winning is not everything. Um, the relationships, the communities, um, the helping other people out, the helping families out, the helping communities out is definitely more important. It is. Slinger Youth Basketball is what we're talking about. You can go on their website, slingerowlbasketball.com. And again, I read this the first segment, but the mission statement the core of who the Slinger uh, Owl Youth Basketball Program is, their mission is to provide a high-quality basketball experience to their players. They strive to develop highly skilled and competitive players through their many offerings, emphasize player and team development. Player and team development. I think that's really important. This summer, you're looking at, ca- at camps right now, and you're thinking, where can I send my son, my daughter, um, Derek Berger, Coach Derek Berger, part of five uh, st- five straight state championships when he was at Dominican, one year as an assistant coach with Paul Wallersheim, and then four as the head coach. He does a camp, the, an advanced scoring camp with Coach Berger, the ultimate basketball experience. Instructions will include on how to score, creating space, reading screens, reading defenses, and the most important, as he talked about, using your feet. 
If you want more information, you can email Derek at dbergz. So it's D-B-E-R-G-Z, the number 33 at yahoo.com. Or you can contact the Slinger Rec Department. It's $75. It includes a t-shirt. And the morning session is, is grades 4 through 7. The afternoon session is grades 8 through 12. And it is co-ed. 75 bucks gets you the whole week. Two hours of, again, advanced scoring camp and how to score in different spaces, reading screens, defenses, and using your feet. We'll uh, get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue talking Slinger Owl Youth Basketball with Coach Derek Berger. This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, joined by Derek Berger. He is uh, part of the Slinger Owl uh, basketball program. That he's assistant on the varsity program, and he is coaching two uh, two classes, two grades in the youth program. If you go to their website, it's SlingerOwlBasketball.com. We've talked a lot about Derek's camp that he's got coming up, but on that website. There are other camps that the Slinger Owl Boys Basketball uh, Program is is putting on, and uh, you you need to get a hold of those guys uh, to find out if everything is still you know happening. They the first one starts uh, June 15th. It looks like for kids entering uh, grades 5K through second, and uh, it goes all the way through the eighth grade and and entering ninth uh, through twelfth as well. But there's uh, information again on that website. It's SlingerOwlBasketball.com, and there's a, a, just a lot of things on this website. Um, the tryout information, parent uh, meeting presentation, summer skills camp flyer, Slinger basketball camp flyer. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that you can do, and you can look at uh, how handsome these young men are that are playing. A lot of team pictures, and it's a really good website if you have information out in the Slinger area to have your son or daughter uh, get to be better basketball players throughout the summer. Hey, Derek, when um, you know we when, when we talk to the youth sports show, we talk to coaches a lot about some of the issues that 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 they have. You had talked about in the first segment that you, you feel like there's not a lot of parent issues that you've at least seen or heard about out in the Slinger area. But with as much coaching that you're doing at the youth um, the, the youth level. Does it, does it surprise you? Does it discourage you at all with some of the, the um, actions of, of either coaches or parents uh, from other communities that you see at some of the, the, the uh, tournaments that you're, you're coaching in? Yeah, for sure. I, there's definitely some discouraging things out there. We were at a tournament, I want to say, so, somewhat like a month ago, and our first game was at 8 o'clock, and we finished our first game, and it's like 9 o'clock, and the cops are already there for uh, the altercation. Wow. You know, you're talking about nine o'clock when the cops got. I think they were brought back two or three different times that day to the gym for different altercations. Uh, whether it's coaches or parents, it doesn't really matter. I think you know the biggest thing for me is to realize that is youth sports, and like I said before, winning doesn't matter. It just doesn't. It's just about have the kids got to learn and got to have fun. And if they learn and have fun, 
They'll continue to want to play and be successful as much as they can, as much as their ability will let them be. But, you know, for me, it's all about that. I just, you know, we see where there's some communities or maybe not community, but maybe a small part of a community where they really care about winning at like the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh grade level. And, you know, there's no correlation to being successful in the youth programs to being successful at the high school level. Think, like you said before, my youth team, we were awful. Like, we'd win a few games a year. Hey, 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 but we were well-coached, right? <laughs> we were well-coached, and, we, and we learned a lot, and we had fun. That, that's why most of us continue to play, which is a huge piece. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. We did get whooped a lot, and uh, we were in a tough conference. You know, when you had to go against guys like Jose Winston, man, you know, that was Those a guys tough are unbelievable. Conference. He was unbelievable. He was, he was. Uh, yeah, he, he still is. He's doing a great job a great at Brown Deer. He's a re- really good coach. If you go on this uh, Slinger Owl website, slingerowlbasketball.com, uh, Derek, you're the vice president of Slinger Hoops, I see, huh? Yes, that, uh, yes, I am, yep. Man, that good for you. Just over the last just six, seven months ago or something like that. Yep, and go. You know what? Go on, and you can read a lot of information on on what they believe in. They're they're pleased with obviously the success of, of of Slinger Hoops and some of the things that they're doing, but they're looking to expand. You know the kid, the amount of kids that that are playing in the program, and when when you're out there, if if your son or daughter says, yeah, maybe I want to play, it, they're going to learn how to play. They're going to the idea behind it, and knowing Derek the way I do. His goal is to get kids to fall in love with basketball the way he did. And if they can do that and kids can have fun, get a chance to hang out with their buddies, play a little basketball, learn the game, um, that that's the key. Derek, I watched you coach uh, for a long time. And I don't, if if you got a technical foul, I don't know it. Like, I, I know that I did a whole bunch, but you were pretty calm and cool on the sidelines. And, and we're having trouble keeping referees in the game of basketball. The young referees, they're getting involved because, you know what, they want to keep their foot in the door. They want to keep their, be part of a game that they played when they were younger. And they're getting, it, they're getting paid. It's like a part-time job. We're having a hard time keeping these kids because of the issues where, where they're getting, you know, yelled at from coaches, yelled at from parents, where it's a third, fourth, fifth grade um, game and some of these coaches and parents think they're playing for the national championship and I'm wondering if it's too far gone at this point or is there a way that other youth organizations can can make sure that the coaches and parents you know pull back a little bit we, we they have to understand that this is not for the national championship Correct. And yeah, I have never received a technical foul. I got a few bench warrants and seatbelts, but never a technical and for me, a personal standpoint, is when I'm coaching, normally if, if, if a ref makes a foul call that's questionable, if you, I, I always like to self-reflect and think about, okay, what did my player do? If my player, 95% of the time, if, if my player would, would have did something the correct way before that foul situation, that foul situation would have never happened. Right. Right? So – if our kids could be consistently correct and do the things the right way, slide their feet and show their hands, 
then the refs can't make these calls. And if they do, it's okay because it's just one and it's just once per a few minutes. You know, right? So, I, well, so, so I'm coaching. I'm ninety nine percent coaching my kids, my players, and like, okay, what are we doing wrong? How do we gotta fix it so these situations don't occur? And I think as a youth organization, Slinger, I'm talking now. We have to have that model for all the coaches where you have to coach your kids and just you have to ignore the referees. Look, they're going to make bad calls. It's going to happen. They're going to make bad calls beginning, middle, and end. And it's almost like you just have to accept it. And instead of yelling at them, talk to them. Like, hey, I see this. Thank you. What about this now? And right. I think that's going to get you better off compared to yelling and arguing with the referee. So think about this. Uh, Derek Berger, again, 101 and 11 over his four years at Dominican. He was everybody's biggest game for four years. Everybody's biggest game. And the referees know that. He's on the road as a coach. He's never gotten the technical. And and I can tell you, and, and I haven't seen his youth program. I haven't seen these kids, his sons play. But he's never gotten the technical there. There's not young referees that are leaving, not wanting to be to, to continue to be a, a grade school and high school referee because of Derek Berger. That, that they're not doing that. But and 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 I'm hoping that the 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 Slinger program and the things that Derek's talking about are happening because even if it's one community at a time, we we have to. Right, there there is a serious shortage of re, of of referees. I I've seen. I have seen some guys uh, this last year ref varsity basketball games that please don't be offended, but even they would say to me, I don't know if I'm ready at the varsity level, but we don't have enough guys. I have to be ready. They're calling me saying, can you get to this game and get to that game? So when, when you when you talk to a guy like Coach Berger, who really gets this thing, I, I think that other communities need to kind of take what he just said. Look, let's self-reflect a little bit. Did my did my uh, player get that call because it was something that I'm not teaching enough? I'm not teaching to slide his feet or get his hands and show his hands enough. And I think that that's really, really important. Hey, uh, Derek, in the Slinger Youth Program, do you know off the top of your head what it costs for these kids to be part of the program? I think it's $100 um, for the year, and they get um, – they get a basketball that they can keep, um, and that's relatively cheap. I know there's yeah. some communities that are well over that, but it used to be with Coach Shivi. I mean, he would basically just take donations. Like he did a phenomenal job of um, getting as many kids as he can to play youth basketball. And then when Coach Levine took over, you know, we slowly um, increased the fees. I think we're at a hundred dollars now with the basketball and all your tournaments are paid for and all and all the league is paid for. So you're spending a hundred bucks getting a basketball getting and you're getting like thirty some games on. Boy, you can't you cannot beat that. You you can't. And and I've been doing this show now for a number of years, Derek, and I don't I, I don't think I've heard of any any uh, better deal than that. Uh, you can be a part of this program. Do, do people have to live in the Slinger School District to be part of uh, Slinger Hoops? Uh, yes. Okay. So if you're in that Slinger uh, School District 
and you don't know much about this basketball program, go to that website. It's slingerowlbasketball.com, and there's a ton of information there for you. There's ways to get a hold of, of Derek or Hank or, or Tim, uh, David, some of the people that are part of that board, and, and certainly the, the varsity coach and, and everybody on that staff are really involved as well. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue talking to Coach Derek Berger. We'll, uh, we're going to highlight that camp that he's got, that, that scoring camp that he's got coming up a little bit more on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We've been talking Slinger Owl basketball for the hour. And uh, it's always my pleasure to talk to Derek Berger. He is uh, he's a guy that I've known a long time. And uh, it's, it's impressive to me. He moves into the Slinger community, and he is fully invested in this program and this community. Loves the community, loves the schools. Loves uh, these kids that he's uh, able to coach. He's coached in the third grade, sixth grade, and he's the assistant of uh, one of the assistant varsity coaches at uh, at Slinger. And we've been uh, talking a lot about the state of the state youth youth sports, youth basketball, in particular, out in the uh, the Slinger area. Hey, um, Derek, one of the things that we like to do on the youth program is is talk about you know how you guys do things. And what keeps you up at night as the vice president of uh, the the uh, the youth the the hoops program uh, in uh, the Slinger hoops program out in Slinger? Is there anything that keeps you up at night? And let me uh, clarify that that question for you. Um, the reason I started doing the youth sports show was uh, years ago. I was doing the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show, and I would get people saying to me, "Hey, why don't you talk youth sports?" And then the um, the um, Mosh people changed marketing people, and we had to, we had stopped doing that show for about six months. I thought, well, I'll use the six months to talk about youth sports. And what I found was everybody does things differently. And what what somebody's really good at, um, another youth organization is not. And nobody really calls each other and says, hey, you're really good at this, and we're really good at this. Can we talk about how your website got put together and why we can't get volunteers and things like that? And one of the things that people seem to bring up a lot, youth groups bring up a lot, is how difficult it is to get people to volunteer if they run their own tournaments or game. Uh, they have home games. Um, is, is there some things with, with the youth program in Slinger that keeps you up at night? Um, the one thing that we talk about a lot is, is primarily how to break apart the teams. Um, we have a lot of kids that try, like I said before, we have 145 kids in the youth program, which is a ton. Um, and, you know, so do you do it, do we split them evenly throughout or like a, a B and a B team or is there an A and a B team or a B plus and a C team? So how, how, how to split, split up those teams seems to be a, a big debate sometimes between the coaches and uh, some of the parents and um primarily like the coaches here but how we do it is third fourth and fifth grade is split evenly so if there's like 20 kids that would try out there it'd be like 
uh, two teams of 10, and they'd be the same level. So it depends on what level that would be. It could be two B teams or two C teams or two B-plus teams. It depends on their skill set. And so my sixth graders, we have we have 35 kids that play sixth-grade basketball, which wow. is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a ton. And we've had 35 kids since third grade. Um, it's not the same 35 kids, but it's still 35 kids. And in third, fourth, and fifth, I want to say we had, like, in third grade we had, like, three Bs, and we went to two Bs and a C. And then this year in sixth grade we moved to, like, an A and a B and a C, uh, primarily because we thought that the higher-level sixth graders um, needed this to be a challenge a little bit more in practice and in games. And we thought for the mid-level kids, it would be good to have them, you know, have some more, not necessarily pressure on, but some more opportunities with them handling the ball more and shooting the ball more and guarding the primary ball, uh, point guard, instead of always deferring to the better player. Now they can be the better player on that team and get more experience. Um, And so I think that for me – this is the biggest. I don't know if there's one right way to do it. I know communities do it all different ways. That's how Slinger does it, and we talk about it, and we kind of, you know, talk about changing it from here to there. But for the most part, we keep it even through fifth grade, and we try and go to like an A and a B level, sixth through eighth grade. And and once those kids that were in sixth grade, the kids that were on the B team, they they that doesn't mean they're going to be on the B team in seventh and eighth. If they improve and and they they earn a spot onto that A team in seventh grade, then that that's that's open to them, correct? Absolutely, and I tell the kids and parents all the time, you know, being on the B team is not a life sentence, or being on a C team. Like kids move, you know, like kids grow, kids develop, kids put more time in, kids get stronger, and and kids get better, you know. And there's definitely. Um, opportunities for those kids to move up. And at the same thing being said, I tell the kids who are at the higher level, like the A team, um, if you're not going to put the work in, kids are going to start passing you up. You know, so you have to put the work in at, wh- at whatever level you're at. Right. You know, to maintain and to eventually you just start passing kids up if you want to play varsity basketball. Yeah, that, that's a really important point. And, and I can tell you back... You know, when, when Coach Wallisheim and I were at Dominican the first time that I was there, and and um, he was uh, the first the, the first year that I was there, I think without him, I was uh, assistant coach in the varsity, and we had uh, we brought up four sophomores, but kept a guy named Troy Wagner on JV, and he was not happy, but he turned out to be you know a really good basketball player. I think the all-time leading scorer for Turbo College. But he became the man on JV. When we took those four sophomores up, he was the go-to guy. So, Derek, I think you're right on the button on this thing. Hey, we just got a couple of minutes left. I want to talk about this advanced scoring camp again. I found it on Derek's uh, Facebook page. There's a number of things, a uh, number of ways to get more information. You can email Derek at dbergz. 33 at yahoo.com or contact the Slinger Rec Department. Again, the, the advanced scoring camp with Derek Berger instructions will include how to score the basketball from creating space, reading screens, reading defenses, and using your feet. July 27th through July 31st, Slinger Middle School, 
four to seven for the younger kids. Um, I, I'm sorry, 10 to noon for the younger kids, one to three for the older kids. 75 bucks total for the week. It's a co-ed camp. Coach Berger, thank you. I really appreciate your time, young man. It's always good uh, for me to get a chance to talk to you, and you know how much respect and love that I have for you. It's been my pleasure, and you know we've known each other for close to 30 years now, and every time I get a chance to talk to you, it brings up my day, so thank you. Man, no problem, Coach. Uh, please say hi to your mom and dad, your wife and kids, and I look forward to seeing you in the gyms. When they open them up again, I'll see you there. He is uh, Coach Derek Berger. Thanks for listening. This is the U Sports Show. Brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.